Kicking it with your man Raj, and you are now listening to Testimony, a musician's story. Tell me, tell me, take a taste, kiss it, kiss it till I fade. I feel faded just when I was doing fine. It's on the line, should I accept the decline? I just wanna feel your touch, I need a touch, but maybe I'm doing too much. I might pick up when you call, it always calls, I think I might lose it all. In March of 2016, we spoke with Reflection Music Group's Daraj and B. Cooper about their EP, For the People. You can use our search engine at TestimonyStories.com to look up that episode. This year, the RMG roster looks a little different. B. Cooper and Chad Jones are no longer on a label, but Daraj has been busy promoting his latest EP, Goodish. After a couple rescheduled interviews due to Hurricane Irma hitting Florida where Daraj currently resides, we were finally able to catch up with him. And I might lose it all if ever you call. I don't want to fall cause I might just lose it all. I might just lose it all. I've been looking for some action, trying to get some satisfaction. Now I'm covering up my tracks, hoping that nobody's asking. Oh, no, it's looking bad. Looking Michael Jackson, and I've been trying to do the math, but I don't like the way it's adding. Cause one mistake led to two, two mistakes led to you, and it's a quarter to three. And I don't know why I'm here for, man. I don't know what to do. Should I stay? Should I run away, man? I'm tired of looking like a fool. Cause I got everything to lose. How's it going over there? Um, were you uh, affected at all by the hurricane? Yeah, we're we're good. We're alive. We weren't affected too um too bad. We got some uh we live in a, a condo complex, I you say it. And we had some uh trees and branches and leaves kinda everywhere. But not not a whole lot. We never lost power or anything. So we were pretty good on our end though. I do know friends who lost power and were out of power for a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh wow. Um yeah, some some damage, but we fared okay. What city are you in? So I'm, uh, it's easy to say Orlando. I'm like 15 minutes north of Orlando. And then what else is new besides Goodish? Yeah, you know, other than that, Session Store, I'm, I'm getting rap, getting ready for that. Still writing, still trying to keep the creative juices flowing. And trying to trying to give a little more attention to my apparel um, line, seeing here apparel. Oh, I didn't even know you had apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, you said it's seeing here? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, you're designing that yourself, I'm assuming. Uh, at this juncture, I am. I desire to bring in some other designers. But it's a fun, fun side project. And are you still designing, doing all the album artworks for RMG? No, I, I stopped that. When did I stop that? I think it was late last year or something like that. Fourth quarter last year, I, 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 put, a, I put a stop to all freelance. So I can mm. give a little bit more attention to music because I'm I'm still full time. I work at a uh, um, a larger church here in the area as a graphic designer full time. So okay. I feel out I feel like I'm working full time doing design and coming home and doing design again, <laughs> trying to do music. So I I, uh, I nip one of them in the bud for a season. Did you at mm-hmm. least design the Goodish album? I yes ish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I art directed it. 
and I reached out to some of my some of my people. I got a um a homegirl down here, um, goes by the name of Marcia. She did the photography and I pitched her the idea I was going for and uh, we reached out to another young lady to help with some of the typography. So the the goodish typography we had somebody else design that. But, you know, everything else was, you know, kinda assembled by the team and yeah, so I had my hand in it, but I didn't do a whole lot. Of, I didn't do as much lifting, heavy lifting, as I've done in the past. Okay, and then let's for a minute talk about RMG and where it's currently at. Because the last time I spoke with you was with B. Cooper, and he's no longer on the label. Correct. So how's, um like, the new or the current roster and just how are things over at RMG? Yeah, things are real good. I mean, everybody's real focused. Everybody's working hard, and um, we got a lot of uh, new pieces kind of introduced. You know, because Butter P, she she stepped in, has been helping a bit, doing some A and R stuff with us, and she's been huge help, huge blessing. Okay. Um, she she came in on the tail end of my record, and she's been doing some stuff with Canon and and um, what else? They they've been doing a bit more with. Um, just working the, the Spotify route, you know what I mean? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of building some, some networks on that side and Apple Music. So th- there's a lot more structural things, I think, that are getting solidified a bit more since, I guess, the last time we talked. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and also, you know, they, they've been, um, this would be the first official tour, I think, that the label has put together. So, and they got a, we got a good, like, 10 to 12 solid dates, um, in a good number of cities. That's new for the label. Well, let's talk about the Goodish album, the title and the concept first. We try to be happy. We try and we doubt. We try to be happy. Can't figure it out. We keep lying to ourselves And everyone else I wish we would But it's all goodish And we're trying to find a way But we're finding out of space We're counting all the days Cause we just want yeah, so goodish. It was reflective, I guess, kind of just the season I was in. You know, I was. I, I wrote the song before I really had any idea it would become the whole, you know, title and idea for the EP. But it was just this idea of just being at a place where, you know, things were. They weren't horrible, but they weren't as good as they could be. You know, life just kind of felt like it was in an in-between place and things were just kind of goodish. And and even just, I think, culturally, you kind of, you know, you kind of have those moments where somebody asks you, hey, how you doing? And you kind of put on face sometimes. It's like, yeah, everything's all good. Everything's all great. But, you know, really, things are just kind of okay. Things are just good-ish. And I I just feel like, you know, more people than, yeah, I think, would like to admit deal with the seasons of life where it just didn't meet their expectations mm-hmm. and with social media the way it is like it's very easy to you know just show people the highlight really your life you don't really get to see the the honest um you know vulnerable side of people and not that you know we have to do that on social media 
But I think social media just allows us to put up what we want people to see about our lives. And it's not always case, you know what I mean? So Goodis mm-hmm. was was birthed out of that heart. And I'm just kind of talking through my own, you know, internal issues, anxieties and imperfections. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So it, it's a it's a real transparent record. Know that you ain't gotta do this alone. No, no, no. Nah, don't you believe a lie? They say the grass is greener if you on the other side. No, no, no. Yeah, I seen it with my eyes. Everything you going through the blessing in skies. Just know that we've been there too. Looked outside my red view. Sometimes I hate life too And some days I just feel like Like I ain't got that right to But I know what you feel like And I don't know who I'm writing to But overall sound of the album do you feel like with this album you really found your lane um and it really represents you as an artist yeah i do and actually that was goal going into this particular project because if anybody's following me up to this point you know when i came onto the scene for one it was a surprise to everybody and we introduced mirrors and medicine alongside my signing you know that was kind of my first Mm-hmm. Uh, introduction to everybody and so that was uh, my first project and then after that um, there was a string of features that I did and then you know fast forward a little bit more I did the joint EP for the people would be Cooper shout out to Coop so with this particular record you know I don't well I don't think people got the chance unless like, I know people didn't get the chance to see Derage fully they, they saw either mm-hmm. a, a very premature Derage or a Derage that was you know, linked up with somebody else. They didn't really get a chance to see who I was. You know, I haven't given mm-hmm. them that chance yet. So with Goodish, um, you know, I really wanted to just, you know, let it all hang out. I didn't let a lot of people hear any of the music that we were working on, you know, in that process because I just wanted it to be as true to me as it could be. And it was one of those things like, you know, people love it, they love it, they don't, they don't. I just had to feel at the end of the day, please, what it was, what we were doing, what we were creating, in hopes that it was the most authentic me. So people got a chance to know Derage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and sonically, we, you know, we wanted to do something that felt very, you know, like with the, the content that I was talking about on the record, you know, it's it, it's kind of heavy, you know what I mean? If, mm-hmm. if you really dissect it and listen to it, but I didn't want it to sonically feel like a drag. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just feel dark or so. We did some juxtaposition. We, we, you know, we wanted some contrast, and we went with a very brighter sound, a very melodic mm-hmm. um, kind of vibe. And even, you know, it's kind of reflective in the artwork. I just didn't want it to be a drag for people to listen. To. I didn't want them to, you know, feel depressed <laughs> listening to it in a sense. You know, what I mean? so honestly, I mean, the album is amazing. And thank you. I just, I love the way it sounds sonically, and I just feel like it is a really good representation of you. Awesome. I think you kind of 
you kind of said it right where people didn't really get to see all of you or maybe they just saw like a premature version of you. I felt like this mm-hmm. is grown up derived. This, I, don't, I don't know. This is, it's, it's, this, <laughs> this is probably the best, like this is the best summary of, you know, all of what derives has experienced up until this point. Cause it was funny. Like people who knew me pre RMG, when they heard it immediately, they say, this is the rise. Like, this is who we know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they also saw all of the new experiences and sonic things that I've been trying out over the years. They, they heard that infused in it. So they felt like this was, this was me, but it was like a, you know, a 2.0, 3.0 me, whatever. You know what I mean? And then just going kind of backwards, the For the People album, I absolutely loved. Um <laughs> like every single track on that album and on this album is just solid there's like no skits yeah i've been getting real encouraged because i've i've gotten a lot of feedback from the record people hit me up in dms or on my super phone just saying like they've been having it on repeat like literally they'll listen to it like three four times in a row that's you know that's really encouraging to hear because i was that was my hope going into it with the title track goodish we did that out in g-rock studio and for those who don't know g-rock he produced squad we uh, were out there in Miami, and he brought in a few producers just over a weekend just to vibe out and see what we can come up with. I sent him a bunch of references of what I was looking for for, for the EP. And one of the producers he brought in, his name was Michelle, and it was interesting because Michelle was coming in for co-production, and after that weekend, we all realized Michelle was probably the, you know, the one that needed to lead this. Uh, need the excuse me, lead the um, the rest of the EP cycle because he just was able to tap into the sound that I was looking for. We just had really good chemistry, and I remember we were uh, me, G Rock, and Michelle were just there, and uh, Michelle started laying out some keys for for Goodish, and I immediately started hearing some melodies and stuff, and then he did that drop this in there, and it just kind of set the whole tone for everything. We were like. Yeah, this is the lane. This is the vein. We hit something. So I took it home, finished up the record, and I knew I wanted a, a female vocal with me. And so I reached out to um, Ares Ford. I've been a, a fan of her music from a distance. And she did what I thought she was going to do, and she killed it. We all go through the same things. Perfect is kind of a, a relational track, an introspective track. When I wrote it, I, I had in mind just those times where, you know, I, I want to, you know, love, you know, somebody the way that I, I hope to love them, but, you know, you know, my actions just don't really follow through or, you know, I, I hope to have all the answers, you know, being a, a married man and, you know, Lord knows you know, I dropped the ball in my marriage at times. <laughs> And it's just being, you know, honest with the fact that mm-hmm. we all just, you know, we try to we try to save face. We try to pretend like, you know, we're this, you know, we're these perfect people, uh, but we're not. And and even in the title, it's called unperfect, but you know, grammatically, it's it's really imperfect is the way you ought to say it. But you know, unperfect, I think, just drives home the point that I'm trying to make. You know, even the title of the record is, you know, unperfect, quote unquote. It was it was cool too because when I was when we were riding up to Nashville on that trip to um, to Dare Studio, I was letting my buddy hear it because I was a little I guess 
unsure of how I really felt about a record because it was in its early stages. But when I played it for my buddy, he, he immediately connected to it. He was like, bro, you crazy. This is, this is fire. So it gave me some confidence to keep flushing out the rest of the track. But this is probably <laughs> <laughs> probably my favorite favorite. I never knew, you know, I never saw it coming. You disappear whenever I need you around. My insecurities are always up to something. writing it, I remember I was in Nashville, this is one of the ones that uh, Super Duper had a hand in. I was at his crib and he was playing a few tracks and he had this one, it was just the melody at the time and I told him to just bounce it out and I was sitting in the corner of his room with my headphones up loud just singing melodies and I got something I felt was real solid and as I was writing what I had in mind, well before I say that, the way the track presents itself is as if I'm talking to somebody who, you know, I just have a, a deep relationship with and they're just not there when I need them the most. But when I was writing it, what I had in mind was as if I was writing a song of courage, because more times than not in my life, I just feel like courage is not there when I need it the most. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to say things um, that are really on my mind or really on my heart, but, you know, I beat around a bush and I don't really, you know, I, I just don't really say the things that I want to say. And so it has a bit of a, an encrypted message. So I think conceptually, mm -hmm. as a writer, I was just really in 
uh, I impressed myself or surprised myself with that. And then also, too, like, production. I mean, my show, he just killed everything production-wise on his record. Like, <laughs> like I, I, don't, I don't know any other way to say it. Like, he really went above and beyond, you know, for this project. I, I don't think it did would he, be as strong as it is without his hand in it. Did he do all the tracks? He probably did about 85, 90% of the record. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I gave him his props. Yeah. We, um, I'm trying to even backtrack a bit if I missed any production credits. The G Rock helped a bit on Goodish. He did everything on Unperfect. He did everything on Lose It All. I Need You was a joint effort. That was super duper Michelle. And then also Quentin Koblenz, who's actually featured on the track as well. He helped produce. Um, the bridge portion of that record. And okay. Yeah, so that one uh, was a collaborative effort, but it um, it, w- it was definitely worth it. You know, we got Quentin to come in, because I knew I wanted the hook to sound really big, and I've uh, connected with Quentin in the past, and I was looking for the right record to collaborate with him on, and this one was it. And he layered that thing up and made it sound a lot bigger than... You know, what we originally went into it with. Whenever I need you Tell me where, tell me where did you go Hold You Down was the lead single off off of Goodish and it was a track dedicated to my, my beautiful wife who's been married for two years. Um, and this was uh, one of the records that Butter P came in on. We were out in Miami, and she was just like, man, you need something that got a got that Miami vibe, uh, something with a little bounce. <laughs> and she was also saying uh, it would be cool to, to do something relational, just talk, coming from the angle of just how the marriage experience has been. Um, you know, I mean, even coming from the perspective of my wife, because there's times where you know, my wife might be going through things and the beauty of marriage, I get the opportunity to help her in her in her hard times and vice versa. And so it's just a, you know, a anthem for, uh, for married couples or just, you know, committed couples to really encourage one another to, you know, hold, hold one another down when, when things get tough and know that, you know, you, you got somebody, you know, when, when things aren't going, you know, as planned or when life is just kind of goodish. <laughs> What about the to actually include your wife in the video? Because that doesn't always happen. Yeah, I don't, for me it was kind of a no-brainer. Um, for one, <laughs> my wife is my wife is just very good in front of the camera. That's just no bias. Like you know, she she just is a beautiful woman. Like if I wasn't married to her, like she she's just beautiful, and she she was a model um, back in the day too. But yeah, she she just shoots really well, and you know. It's a song dedicated to my wife, and so why wouldn't I put my wife in the video? And, and, and it made it that much more. It made it that much more special too. And it was a long day. Like we went out there to Miami like eight in the morning. We didn't finish till like eight at night. So she was riding yeah. with us the whole day. Be worried about a team, about a team, about a team. 
You're not happy worried about that thing Through the highs and lows, you and me, baby girl I guess I'm wild, I'ma hold you down, down, down Hold you down, down, down Hold you down, down, down Hold you, hold you Hold you down, down, down Hold you down, down, down Hold you down, down, down Hold you, hold you Go off, shout out to the homie Fernie I've been a business for a little minute. You don't even gotta give me any credit. Just as long when you say my name, you remember God was completely in it. I'm prepared, I ain't never timid. Timberlands, if we talking winter. Yes, it's him, Mr. Tracks for dinner, Mr. Tour bus to the next town. Still spitting truth like a 50 cal. Get it done, bro, I've been working. Focus dead of a desert eagle at nighttime. I can sense service, just putting things in the proper scope. Couple things that you oughta know. I'm still fighting myself daily. I pray the Lord shower down with love. Yeah, they want that. Real, it's that fact from fiction, fact from fiction So there's no confusion or no contradictions yeah. Let it ride, let it ride, put you in your feelings Step aside, let me slide, spit my inner dealings One more time, let these rhymes reach the inner cities I'm from the era of Garcia, Vegas, and Biggie And Sega Master Systems, now I serve the master Listen, So I'm no longer living my life based on past decisions Thank you, this was another track we we uh, we kicked out when we were in Miami, and this was a, a team effort with Michelle and Al Crest. And this record is kind of like a, a black sheep out of the rest of them. <laughs> it mm -hmm. it kind of feels like them, but it kind of doesn't. You know, it, it probably feels a little bit more like for the people, if anything. But yeah. when we, uh, yeah, when we were in studio and the the fellas were were making it like. Once they kind of got in a groove, everybody just looked at one another and was like, dog, this is a crazy track. We can't not put it on on the record. And it's kind of like a official, unofficial bonus track, if you will. But when I was writing for it and just kind of thinking, like, who who could I hear on this track immediately? Fern came to mind. Like, I heard his verse, like, in my head. Like, it just felt like his lane. And so we reached out to him. He was game. We were also trying to write for the hook and I was I was trying to cook up uh, something for the hook and I just wasn't getting anything solid and I was just like man I'm not finna butcher this record <laughs> I, need, I needed to find somebody else and Chris Batson had always been a favorite of mine I, I loved you know the texture of his voice and everything I heard him on he's always he's always killed it and it's funny because when I reached out to him I found out that he lived like literally like five minutes up the street from me it was so weird, <laughs> like the way it happened. I thought he was in Cali somewhere, but uh, yeah. So he he came through and he he did what he you know what I thought he was going to do on it. He smashed it, and yeah, we ended up having a having a hit on our hands. What's the takeaway when people are done listening to this album? Is there a particular like theme or concept or feeling that you want them to to have? You know, I think. Um, one of the things going into the record that I wanted this to be for people was a sigh of relief. Like, I wanted people to walk away from the record feeling like, man, you know, me too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not the only one. And from the feedback that I've been getting, um, you know, I think we executed that really well. You know, I've been getting a lot of stories from people. I had a, I had a young man who uh, sent me a text message saying that he had recently 
got uh he was engaged and they you know broke off the engagement and his fiance um a few months later you know ended up getting addicted to heroin and mm. shortly after ended up overdosing and he was sharing with me that the record was just really helpful for him um just kind of in that season just kind of helping him flush through some emotions and um and really just kind of coping a bit more you know with with the situation and i've i've gotten um just a variety of different stories but you know sometimes we just need to know that there's other people that deal with the things um that life throws at us you know what i mean like and I think especially, you know, with those who you kind of deem as your heroes, you know what I mean? Like, we're on a stage all the time, and we get kind of the the larger-than-life, you know, I don't we just look like we got it all together, and, you know, mm-hmm. we're living a life, but, you know, we're human as well. Like, that's why I'm good at I say we all go through the same things. Even though we go through specifically different things, like, we all relate to the struggle that life brings at times. Um, but... You know, the, the other side to the record is as well is that, you know, even in the midst of those goodish seasons, you know, God is, is with us. You know what I mean? Like God uses all of these things to help us know a little bit more. And so even if it, you know, even if a record doesn't always have the um, the bow neatly, you know, tied at the end of it, where it's just giving a, a complete resolve or a complete answer. Um, sometimes it's good to know that I'm not the only one. I'm wondering if I'm the only one, the only one that feel like giving up. Cause every day I know it's something different. Man, I swear I feel like something missing. I know I can't be the only one, the only one afraid of growing up. Cause everybody looking like they winning. And I'm just trying to figure how to finish. How you do it? Tell me how you did it. Trying to understand but never seem to get it. You don't want a court, I think I got a civic. Give me something new so I won't forget it. I've been up and down and I've been on a pivot. I've been giving life but don't know how to live it. I know life is hard, so I Cinnamons in my cinnamons are all the cinnamon in the middle. Look into the sky, God, would you please tell me who am I? Tell me I'm a son, am I really I? Can I really read it in between the lines? I've been feeling low and I've been feeling high. Think I really need to get a new disguise. Maybe I just need to be another me, or maybe, maybe it's just maybe late. Can I tell you what the truth is? Why I'm feeling kinda useless. I've been hating getting older, outgrowing my excuses. I've been looking for some good days, good days, good bad days. I've been having no tight days, I've been feeling no tight ways. We all go through the same things. Same thing, same thing. We all go through the same things. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.